The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate world. the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. And uh, yeah, you guys see me on the video. Yeah, I did some coloring there. Uh, I got rid of, you know, like those those ladies out of the, what was it, the 70s or 80s? <laughs> Going to wash that gray right out of my beard kind of deal. Anyway, that that's why you're, you're seeing that. <laughs> Uh, appreciate you guys joining us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. And um, while you're over there at SonsofLibertyMedia.com, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, scroll down on the right side of the page, and you'll see that we are going live there. Um, enlarge that up. You can see the faces made for radio, for sure. Really, you can. 
<laughs> the face is made for radio part. Uh, blow that up and then click on the icon for the social media platform that we're on. You can join us in the chat. We still got a lot of people in there in the chat. And so uh, join us over there. We'd love to see you. Also, right above that is Bradley's show from Saturday, two hours worth. And uh, boy, he was really on it last week. I mean, more than usual. <laughs> so if you miss that, do yourself a favor, check out the show and um, then catch him at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central right here on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. By the way, we're also streaming live to DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. We're on Roku at Cutting Edge TV and also on uh, BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page, and uh, you can check us out there. Finally, you can take and subscribe to our email. Take and do that and, uh, yeah, put that in there. And you get one email from us a day, no spamming, no selling of your email, no renting it to anybody or anything like that. Just the one email, including the Morning Show Archive. Be sure to sign up for that. And then finally, if you want to help us donate, uh, to, you can donate to the, our cause here and help us in the needs that we have. There's a donate button, top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. And also, if you want to be a monthly partner, there's a son or daughter of Liberty link there. You can choose that as well. Now, this week in our store which our link is also to the store up at the top of sonslibertymedia.com. We're highlighting the For the Children book. Now, this book was done by uh, Stephanie, Bradley's wife. And, uh, boy, if you don't want to see the truth of what abortion is, don't get this book. Okay? But I highly recommend you get it because you need to share this with your friends who are maybe in favor of abortion, don't see anything wrong with it. You need to get it in the hands of your representatives, whether they're local or whether they are at the state level, a sheriff, whoever. And this week only, when you get these books through Saturday at midnight, okay, when you pick up one of these For the Children book, you get one free. They're normally $10. So <clears throat> if you've got some, that you got some people that you want to pass these out to, now's the time to get them because when you buy one, you get one free. All right, now that's through, no special code, by the way, that's through Saturday night at midnight, you'll be able to do that. And uh, so be sure and, and go and check that out. Now, today, <clears throat> there's a lot of disturbing things. First, let me let you know, I had a great, great conversation with some young men on, would be Saturday night, Sunday morning. I have not stayed up till 6.30 or 7 in the morning in decades okay, that I can recall, Okay. But I did because these young men came over and we were hanging out and we were talking. One of them was, was my, my son-in-law, uh, a couple of my boys, some of their friends had come over. We sat out in Caleb's RV and we had a con we had a conversation. A lot of it has been stemming around this idea of where, what are we doing? My son-in-law says, you know, I, I want to bring children in the world, but I don't want to bring them in when all of this stuff is going on that we have to deal with. And I, I thought, great. He's young. He's energetic. He's zealous. He knows things are wrong, but he wants to know how to fix it. And he says, you know, I, I was thinking about running for an office, uh, which that's all fine and dandy. There's, there's calls for that, too. Uh, but he has particular skills. And so those particular skills are more suited for something else than they are uh, an office. Uh, so we got in there and we began to talk about some things, and there had to be some correction of some thinking because, uh, again, you know, when we talk about the militia, we're not talking about guys just running around out there, you know, engaged in guerrilla warfare 
and, and things of that nature. When we talk about enforcing the law, they would be doing what the cops are supposed to do. They would be making arrests. They would be serving warrants. Uh, that would be the normal duty. And then they would be engaged in, in, in actual warfare if that was necessary uh, in the cause. And we see that in our history. Okay, So we had a great conversation. And a lot of it, again, goes back to stemming around this scamdemic okay, that's being perpetrated not only on the United States, but upon the world. Everybody's going along with this. Okay, And so I wanted to kind of touch on that because I got another person who's come out and they've introduced some things. I want to kind of lead up to that. Let me give you a couple of the things. If you haven't seen these, I just want to kind of make you aware of them. And, um, and and then you can check them out at your leisure, and then we'll move into this this uh, uh, talk today. Now, there's a guy by the name of Wayne Smith. Many of you in the States may not know who this guy is, uh, but you know who Kate Shimrani is. She comes on on every Saturday, and she's talked about the fact that what they were doing in Nazi Germany, they were set up to do in Great Britain, Okay. And that was to take the elderly and such, and when they come in and they quote-unquote have the convids, they're going to be giving them the midazolam and the morphine, right? Well, this guy, his father, he says he believes his father and others have been murdered that way in the UK. And um, he went after them. He spoke on this video. It runs about 12 minutes. I'm not going to play it. But uh, he talks about what happened to his father. Now, Wayne, who exposed this thing, this mass murder uh, care home scandal with the Madoslam, has been found dead. And, and, and to add insult to injury, they say he had the convids. They say he had tested positive. His friends say he never took the test. So now not only are they going to, you know, do things like this, not only is this going to happen, then they're going to slap convids on you. All right? Oh, did you get this one too? The CDC director, Walensky, you know that, that weird chick uh, pushing her propaganda? Her husband just received $5 million in HHS grants. All of that's unconstitutional. It's nowhere in our Constitution. Yeah. And she's going to be the one behind the lockdowns that we're going to talk about here in just a minute. Okay? But her husband got $5 million in your, of your money from Health and Human Services under grants. And many times we know grants are not paid back. Okay, $5 million bucks. And they say crime doesn't pay, except in America. Here's another one. While Biden claims more Americans got the jab than there are Americans, you know, he said there's 350 million Americans, the feds released over 7,000, quote-unquote, COVID-positive migrants in McAllen, Texas alone. Does it sound like they're wanting to really stop something, or are they playing you? Huh? Where's that science following? Where, where, where's that science going, guys, that they talk about? You know, Paul warned us about science falsely so-called. He warned about that. That's what you're seeing today. It's not science. It's propaganda. Okay? Here's another one. Uh, and this comes from the Center for Self-Governance. I uh, just wanted to kind of, you know, 
bring this out. You ought to. You, you really ought to read this, um, and check it out because. I, and I'll just make mention of it because it's a it's a good write up on what's going on there with the CDC and how they're playing the people. Okay, all right. So that's at sonsoflibertymedia.com. We'll have the link up for that. And I got one more. This is Bradley's uh, article that he was speaking off of several times. Where is the law? There is no law. While you're being distracted by Cuomo's sexual crimes, and they need to be dealt with. Don't get me wrong. They need to be, he needs to, he needs to face some serious punishment over that. Removal from office or, or resignation is not enough. He's got to be prosecuted for his crimes. De Blasio is mandating proof of vaccines. Now, why the people of New York have not lost their minds and defied this tyrant, this little communist, Red Bill. I don't know. I don't know why they haven't done that yet, but they haven't. And the people of the United States, in your respective state, where is the stand-up and where are the protests? Now, there are some. I don't want to take that away from anybody. There are some. When you go to places like Paris, when you're going over to the UK into London, when you're going into Germany and Berlin, you're seeing not just hundreds of thousands now, you're seeing millions come in and protest. They protest the lockdowns, they protest the jabs, they protest the tests, they protest the use of this experimental vaccine, this injection, sorry, on children. They've been protesting the... Um, the the show me your papers deal the vaccine passport guys if you don't know your history this is this is Nazi Germany all over the world that's what it is and so I titled the the talk today government does not have rights have you thought about that now you listen when they'll when they'll talk to government people bureaucrats usually they're they're not people that we elect they'll say well we have the right to blah 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 Well, we have the right to blah. Or you hear people that you discuss things with and you'll say, well, the government has the right to blah. No, they don't. Nowhere in our Constitution, okay, does it state that government has rights. Do you know who has rights? The people do. The people have rights. The government is given authority by the people to do certain things. And that's all they're to do. Among those things that they're not to be engaged in is science and health. That is nowhere in our Constitution. We didn't give them authority for that. Seriously. If the press, when President Biden came out, or if it was Donald Trump, somebody should have been loaded there with the uh, whipped cream pies and just tossed it at them and said, you don't have authority to be speaking about that. Really? Really? They shouldn't have been talking about that, but they don't do that. And so now we're having this push, and de Blasio has said that he wants to make sure that you have your jab. We've been nice. We've been kind. We've been loving and compassionate, urging you to get your jab. We've even tried to bribe you to get your jab, something that's illegal, by the way. And they're bribing people with their money. The time for kindness is over. Here's Bill de Blasio. Good morning, everyone. Every day we focus on the recovery of New York City, a recovery for all of us. 
And that recovery is well underway. You can see the energy, the activity in the city again, the jobs coming back, the livelihoods coming back, the businesses coming back. You can see it all. And there's a reason. It has made the difference. This is the whole ball game, everyone. So what we've seen is the biggest vaccination effort in the history of New York City. And now we've added this $100 incentive, which is proving to be very popular. Where are they popular. getting $100? Just a few days into it. Just started on They're getting it from the people. Friday, and by yesterday, over 11,000 New Yorkers had claimed the $100 incentive with their That's first That's because they love money. 11,000 people in just they a few days. They love pieces of paper that have this no value. is going to be a big deal. And this is going to help us go a lot farther. As of today, in here? New York City, 10 million. 15,459 total doses from the beginning of our effort. But here's another major milestone we have now reached. Five million, five million New Yorkers have gotten at least one dose of the vaccine. Five million It's probably because they didn't live to see the second one. We're now at this point we dreamed of, and now we're going to go farther. We're going to go farther with a smart mix of incentives and mandates because it's all about vaccination. I've been saying now over the last few weeks we're going to climb the ladder. We're going to use every tool we've got to fight the Delta variant and to end the COVID era once and for all in this city. That means more and more vaccinations. And we know that strong, clear mandates help. So we started, of course, with a mandate for our frontline health workers, health and All of this is illegal. Requiring... That they get tested or vaccinated. All right. All of that is illegal. This is an experimental injection. It is a violation of the Nuremberg Code, which tells you what Mayor de Blasio is. Now, he's more communist than he is Nazi, although they're very close and similar. Okay. But this guy, there's no doubt, he, like many of the governors, mayors, the president, members of Congress are acting like they're Nazis. They can tell me they're not, but what does their action say? See, this is what we talk about when we're saying, don't listen to what they say necessarily. I mean, listen to what they say, but watch what they do. What they do is more important than whatever they say. And I'm going to show you that in just a moment. So that's de Blasio, okay? Now, let's back up just a little bit to the end of July. Okay, this is CNN politics. Biden says... Okay, now I'm going to point you back to James chapter 2. And what does James chapter 2 say? Well, James chapter 2 is talking about faith without works is dead. That's what the whole scheme of what James is putting before. He's saying, you know, if you, if you say you love God, if you say you love man, uh, then you're going to demonstrate that. You don't have, you know, the rich guy come into your assembly and you sit him at the front and you take the poor guy who might be dirty and tattered clothing and all and you sit him at the back and you don't give him a place of honor, Okay. You don't do that. You you don't go to a person who's hungry and say, hey, let me come to you and pray for you. No, you're supposed to meet his need. He's hungry. You're supposed to give him food. Okay? And he ends up saying, the person who says, and then what you see. In other words, what somebody comes out of their mouth should be equated with what they do. Okay? So watch, watch what happens here. This is from... The end of July, July 30th, CNN politics. Biden says U.S. will, quote, in all probability see more guidelines and restrictions amid rising COVID cases. Okay? 
That's the end of July. This one is from newsworldtoday.com. They've got several tweets here, but White House leak. Biden regime planning lockdown speech will be solemn, quote, like night of 9-11. And, um, of course, you see the, um, the tweet here. The White House official, uh, this AM, B lockdown speech being drawn up this week. They're planning to make it sound like one of the most solemn in history. Real Bush on the night of 9-11 type stuff would start stocking up if I were y'all. Okay. And he says, more than likely, there's going to be these restrictions. Right? There is no authority for this at all. But look. <laughs> now, that is, that, that, this came out on August the 2nd. Then, on August the 8th, we get this. Biden ad man, the U.S. will not go into another lockdown. Yeah, right. See, this is this Alinsky mind control thing is to put the confusion in your mind and who does the bible tell tell us is is the author of confusion well it isn't god the bible says that he's not the author of confusion so who would that be well that's right that's the enemy of our souls satan himself and he's putting in this confusion but rest assured what they told you at the first is what they have planned for us and this is why we must resist it Yes, get prepared. I believe that. We should be prepared for whatever comes. But I want you to prepare to resist. I want you to prepare to be like our forefathers and to resist them at every turn. A mass mandate, a jab mandate, quarantining yourself, whatever the case may be, you need to be prepared for that. So here's here's what came out. With that, during the White House press briefing on Friday, Press Secretary Jen Psaki claimed that the country will not go back to lockdown. She stated this despite the surging number of COVID cases, which are all fabricated. We know the PCR test is bunk, okay, due to the Delta variant. That it, it, there's so much in here I just want to address with that. I just ah, it just drives me crazy. Anyway. She claims that Biden administration is in a much stronger place compared to when they took office. <laughs> okay. Um, can he walk up the steps now? Is that is that where they mean he's stronger? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that means. Anyway, a reporter asked the White House Secretary whether the public, in general, should prepare for another lockdown in the country. Due to the rising cases of COVID-19, and listen, there are cases, this... This means they ran that PCR test on the people. We don't even know what cycles they're running them at. We know that it's never it was never meant to diagnose anything. Okay? So they've been running the test, and what happens? Well, you're getting cases. Doesn't matter if you have symptoms or not. You can be asymptomatic. And they've already told us that if you're asymptomatic, you're not, you don't transmit it. Okay? That's what the CDC has said. So now everybody's getting scared about cases. There's no talk of deaths. No, no, that was at the front. That was the front end. It was loaded. It was the front end loaded message. All the deaths, hundreds of thousands, millions across the world dying from the convicts. Okay. 
So why are we not talking about the multitude of deaths and injuries that are occurring due to taking their dangerous injection? Why? Why is the narrative now we're going to focus on cases in which we can't prove that anybody has anything? But they're doing it. So here's what it says. Saki answered saying that we are not in March 2020 nor January 2021. No, we, we've got people, according to you guys, we've got more than the, the numbers of population that we have in America who've been vaccinated. That's, in, that's according to the, uh, the fraud in chief, Joe Biden himself. 350 million Americans. We don't even have that many Americans here have been vaccinated. So why this talk of lockdowns? I thought the vax worked. I thought the injections worked. I thought masks worked. I thought social distancing worked. You see, they are lying through their teeth to you. They all know it. Jen Psaki, look, check this out. Do you notice what she doesn't have on? Those of you watching, what does she not have on? She doesn't have the ugly mask on. Okay? Oh, well, she got she got jabbed. Oh, yeah, but I, I thought we were supposed to wear a mask even though we had the, the jab. Isn't that what they said? See, they don't believe their own lies. They just don't even believe them, right? But she touted that the Biden administration is in a powerful place compared to when the previous administration stepped out of the White House. Oh, yes, yes. It's, yeah, yeah. The press secretary then claimed the Biden administration is not planning to implement another economic lockdown and the schools won't be closed either. Can you trust a word that comes out of these people's mouths? Saki continued and stated that the Biden administration's handling of the COVID-19 pandemic is good. She emphasized that they are not going to turn the clock back now or back to how it was last year as lockdowns will not be reimposed. Last week, the surging cases of COVID-19 brought about the Delta variant frustrated officials at the White House. Some were also questioning whether Biden declared freedom from the virus as a premature move. It's not his job to do that. Joe Biden, if he were a legitimate president, and he's not, his job would be to first turn himself in for the crimes that he's committed. Second would be to have everybody arrested who's been involved in those crimes, including Jen Psaki. And that would be his job right now. Because his job, or the job of the president, he's not a president, he's an illegitimate man in the White House. But if he were to actually fulfill that job, he is to make sure the laws are faithfully executed. He won't even do it for his son. We've been covering stories over on a gun site where the ATF is covering for Hider, Hunter Biden and his gun issue. Okay? They've been covering for him on that issue. Don't tell me that these people aren't criminal and that the agencies at the D.C. level are not criminal. Now, What's important about this? Well, we've got the CDC. Check this out. And this is from 2019. Okay. Interim operational considerations for implementing the shielding approach to prevent COVID-19 infections in humanitarian settings. Now, what I want you to notice here. This comes out in the middle of July last year, or the end of July last year, okay? Um, the 
document here, let me just read a little bit of this, and I'll show you a couple of things, and then I've got an interview I want to show you about what's being said about this. This document presents cons- uh, presents considerations from the perspective of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention for implementing the shielding approach in humanitarian settings as outlined in guidance documents focused on camps, displaced populations, and low-resource settings. This is on their site. This approach has never been documented and has raised questions and concerns among humanitarian partners who support response activities in these settings. The purpose of this document is to highlight potential implementation, challenges of the shielding approach from CDC's perspective, and guide about the transmission and severity of coronavirus disease 2019 COVID-19. This is bunk, guys. It's really bunk. And may need to be revised as more information becomes available. So what's the shielding approach? Let's hear what they have to say here. The shielding approach aims to reduce the number of severe COVID-19 cases by limiting contact between individuals at higher level or higher risk of developing severe disease, high risk, and the general population, low risk. High-risk individuals would be temporarily relocated to safe or, notice this term, green zones. Green zones. Established at the household, neighborhood, camp sector, or community level depending on the context and setting. Now, let me remind you, we had uh, former Representative Matt Shea out of Washington State on the show talking about, and I think that was the end of last year, it may have been this year, all my time has gone by. Matt Shea came on the show, and what did he say? They were setting up camps in Washington State for the convict victims. That's right, you heard it from a representative out of the state of Washington. And here's the CDC confirming it, and it's going to get a whole lot more interesting as we go along. Current evidence, this is from the CDC website again, indicates that older adults and people of any age who have any serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. Okay, yeah, but the fact of the matter is, in all of those cases, they have a really high percentage of getting well from whatever they're sick from. Because, again, we went through this before. Nobody has purified. Nobody has isolated. It's not gone through Cox Postulus. They haven't done it. And I don't care what you smart people out there, you're telling me. All you do is send me to some other doctor that you want to side with. I just simply went to what the CDC, Chinese CDC guy said. I went to what the CDC said it said. I went to the Canadian one. We went to the UK. Uh, Dr. Corbett and Kate had brought that up and demonstrated they haven't isolated it. They've got isolate culture. They've got virus cultures, but they've never isolated the virus. All this is predicated upon a lie. All of it. So what else do we see here? And then I'm going to play this interview real quick. For this reason, the shielding approach suggests physically separating high-risk individuals from the general population to prioritize the use of the limited available resources and avoid implementing long-term containment measures among the general population. I got a question. What authority does government have to pull you from your family and separate you from the community? 
Well, let's take a look at something. For those of you who don't know, and you really should, I'm, I'm dead serious when I say this. If you fly on an airplane, you really should not go through the x-ray machine. You should make the people violate the law, violate your rights by rummaging through your stuff. You should do it, and you should give them a little scolding. And find out if they're veterans, because some veterans are in there doing this stuff too. They say they fought for your freedom, and then yet they don't want to abide by our, um, our, uh, excuse me, the Fourth Amendment. They want to say, oh, we're told that's administrative. Well, where is the term administrative in the Constitution? It's nowhere. Okay? It's nowhere. Here's what it says. The right of the people. Again, government doesn't have rights. They're delegated certain authorities by the people. They have nothing to do with science or health. It says the right of the people to be secure in their persons. That's their bodies, in their, in their bodies. Their right, the right to be secure in their bodies. Houses. You're not going to be coming in there and separating people out for something you haven't even proved exists. And effects. That's your stuff. That's your property. Against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. Now, I don't know what these people aren't understanding about this. It's kind of like the Second Amendment. What does the Second Amendment say? We always ask them. The right of the people to keep and bear arms, what? Shall not be infringed. And yet they try to infringe on it every chance they get. Writing stupid laws that don't stop squat. Okay? So what does this say? Your right to be secure in your person, in your house, in your papers, in your effects, your properties, shall not be violated. What do they not understand about that? But they talk like, this doesn't exist. It doesn't apply to us. Additionally, it says, And no warrant shall be issued, but upon probable cause, supported by an oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Now, here's the thing. You don't take a test. You haven't gotten a jab. Is that probable cause to get a warrant and come after you. No, you've committed no crime in that. That's not a crime. But even if you had, somebody's going to have to say, well, this person's sick, and that still doesn't give them the right to do it. By the way, let me let me just slide right over here. We had uh, Jason Garwood come on, and uh, this is the Warrington Declaration. And it's on medical mandates, biblical ethics, and authority. And I would highly encourage you, if you've not read this, um, to head over to Warrington Declaration, read it. It's only like two or three pages, okay? And it's almost like a statement of faith on this issue, okay? And they affirm where authority comes from. All authority in heaven and earth has been bestowed upon God the Son, Christ Jesus. And as a result, he gave us the mandate to go and to teach all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all I've commanded, and lo, I'm there with you always. Okay? So all authority is given to Christ. They also recognize that there have been institutions ordained of God, governments, and that their responsibility is to only exercise authority as God has given it in the Scriptures. And this goes on to state that they have not been given the issue to deal with science or health, but rather they are to do this. Civil magistrates have lawful authority to punish civil crimes like assault, 
murder, rape, theft, fraud, man-stealing, and false witness, and to ensure proper due process through the civil courts, payment of liability for verifiably proven harm, and proportionality of punishment. And you can see that they did something I really like here is when they make those statements, they're going, they're saying, go read it for yourself in the scripture. So you have the scripture references. Okay? And then they have a section two. So that's section one. This is section two, an application for medical mandates. Or two medical mandates, excuse me. Um, and what that entails and what it doesn't entail. So I would encourage you to go over there and read that. But let's go back over here to the CDC because you need the reason I, I put that in there is we have to understand they are acting like Nazis. They can say they're not all they want to. But this is exactly what the Nazis were doing. Pulling the people out, calling them diseased. They were not the perfect human. That's what they were looking for. Develop the perfect Aryan race. And they didn't have any authority to do it. They were violating God's law, and the nations even recognized it. You violated the laws of man and of God in what you've done. So here's what the CDC finishes, and then we'll play this, this short interview here. In theory, shielding may serve its objective to protect high-risk po- high populations from disease and death. It doesn't say it will. It says it may. However, implementation of the approach necess- necessitates strict adherence to protocol, inadvertent introduction of the virus into a green zone may result in rapid transmission. Okay? Among the most vulnerable populations the approach is trying to protect. A summary of the shielding approach described by Favis is shown in Table 1, which is right below here. Uh, for those who are listening by radio and you can't see this, this they have a table here. So here's what they give. I'm going to give this, and then we're going to play that interview. The level of household level. A specific room area designated for high-risk individuals who are physically isolated from other HHS or HH members. Household members, that's what this stands for. Right? Movement and interactions on that level. Low-risk household members should not enter the green zone. The green zone. If entry is necessary, it should be done only by healthy individuals after washing hands, using face coverings, interactions. See, no hazmat suit, no none of that stuff. Just, you know, you're you're okay. Wash those hands and slap that mask on. Right? Minimum movement of high-risk individuals outside the green zone. Low-risk household members continue to follow social distancing and hygiene practices outside the house. Doesn't sound like that's much separation. (laughs) I mean... Okay, you're going to let them go outside? (laughs) The stupidity of what's going on here is is absolutely amazing. Neighborhood level. A designated shelter, group of shelters, a maximum of five to ten households within a small camp. See that? Within a small camp or area where high-risk members are grouped together. They want you to pitch your tents out there and live in tent city. That's what they want you to do. Neighbors swap households to accommodate High-risk individuals. What in the world is going on in here? Neighbors swap households to accommodate high-risk individuals. And then the camp sector level. A group of shelters, such as schools, community buildings, within a camp sector, a maximum of 50 high-risk individuals per single green zone, 
where high-risk individuals are physically isolated together. One entry point is used for exchange of food, supplies, etc. A meeting area is used for residents and visitors to interact while practicing physical distancing. No movement into or outside the green zone. I mean, this sounds like, you know, that little, the trailer that we had, What we, we played it last year, or no, it was earlier this year, for that film, Songbird. And that's what they were doing. They were putting these camps, except they made a massive camps. Everybody's locked up. Nobody's on the street except somebody who claims to have immunity. And then they're selling immunity bracelets. Does that sound familiar? Huh? I mean, what what is the deal there? Right? So here's the interview I want you to hear. Now, again, this is from um, this is from Stu Peters. Look, I'm not trying to endorse Stu Peters. I don't really know him. But he has some good information that comes on with some of the guests. And this is in relate is this is in relation to the paper I just read to you from from the CDC. All right. So here we go. This is um Stu Peters and his guest, and this is on this particular subject. So t- take a listen. Internment camp. Does that mean concentration camp? What exactly is this? Well, of course. I mean they're gonna they're gonna wrap it in some fine dressing and they're actually calling it green zones everything that they label green is sort of a friendly thing right it's innocuous so green zones is what they're labeling it aka internment camps or concentration camps and this is known as the shielding approach and it's right there on the cdc website and i really feel like your viewers and all of america need to know about what this shielding approach is because again, it's being built right now. These camps are being built right now in neighborhoods and they're about to unleash this on us. We know that uh, a lot of people have been talking about how Biden is probably going to issue another lockdown, another nationwide lockdown. A lot of people are predicting August 11th. Now we don't know if he's gonna go through with that or not, but that's the fodder, that's the talk of the town is another lockdown. But going along with that is this what they're calling a shielding approach. And what the shielding approach is, is removing people from their households, from their families, even separating couples who they believe are high uh, risk, right? High risk for COVID and putting them in these camps. The camps will be they built have all no authority to different do communities all across the nation. Every, every city will have these camps. And uh, of course, what do they consider as high risk individual? Anyone who is elderly and anyone who has any kind of a, a immunocompromised condition or a pre-existing condition. And then, of course, I would imagine that they would believe that anyone who is not vaccinated is a high risk individual. Right. So great. They go and take rip the person from their home against their will. Doesn't matter because it's all for the purpose of health. Put this in the, put them in this internment camp or uh, green zone, if you will, um, and keep them there for at least six months. They're saying the program would be at least six months, but there's a caveat in there in this uh, document that says they, they have the right to extend it indefinitely until COVID, until the pandemic of COVID disappears. They're going to hold you for six months, um, which, you know, they're very good at keeping their timeline promises. As you know, we're approaching the end of the 15 days to slow the spread, 15 days right. to flatten the curve. We're almost there. Just hang on. Yeah, exactly. But still, it says here, though, don't worry, because there's latrines in here. Oh, don't good. worry. 
Yeah, there's latrines and there's showers in here as well. But each person is given cleaning supplies because the person, the individual is responsible for keeping their own space in this concentration camp clean, by the way. Who knows what happens to you? What kind of punishment if you don't keep your cleaning space clean? But moving on, it even says in this document that they're going to, and this is, of course, for the purpose of getting COVID to down to zero, which we all know is impossible because it's just the common cold or flu. Um, But they say in this document, uh, the kinds of repercussions that this is going to have, um, never mind them, but it says here, number one, social, cultural, or religious practices. They say, yes, we got a plan for the disruption of social networks. They admit that community celebrations, religious holidays, funerals, and other rites of passages are cornerstones of many societies, which they are. And they say that a strong community engagement, basically propaganda, making sure that people know that this is important, is going to be important for the success of this program, because what's going to happen is they're saying failure to do so can lead to interpersonal and communal violence, because people are going to be missing those community religious services and funerals of family members and community members. And they're admitting right here, this can lead to interpersonal and communal violence. You think? Moving on, mental health. It says that this additional stress and worry are going to be common. Um, in addition to the risk of stimul- uh, stigmatization and feeling isolated, the shielding approach may have an important psychological impact and may lead to significant emotional distress, exacerbate existing mental conditions, and lead to uh, depression, helplessness, grief, thoughts of suicide among those are separated. And this is all written at the CDC's website. This This is all written in the CDC website. So in summary, this is happening. They're building this right now. And, uh, and, and we're either going to stand up against this now. And and this is the slippery slope with the vaccines, separating the vaccine from the uh, non-vaccinated and having the vaccinated be responsible or, or demonized and pinned as the ones responsible. They're going to be the ones to blame for why we need this shielding approach. Because if it weren't for the unvaccinated, we wouldn't have to have the COVID continue. We wouldn't have to have the shielding approach. I mean, how much more uh, reminiscent of the Holocaust you need to get? There's literal camps being built here, and they have no qualms about separating families and yeah. partners, disrupting your culture, uh, your, uh, everything about You just it. had to mention the Holocaust, didn't you? Just to activate right-wing watch. Just to I right wing watch. All of these, all of these uh, fact checkers are going to get all over you now. Do you I know. Who cares? That we're going to be in a Holocaust type experience. Do. Well, what what else could you compare it to? When in our history have you ever gone and rounded up healthy people and mm-hmm. put them into a camp, separating them? Now from listen their families, to what she's going to share next: funerals, weddings, celebrations, birthdays, going to school, going to work, right. uh, all of these other things. That is what happened in the Holocaust, and you wonder right. why did why did. Why did this happen? How did these Jews all allow themselves to be killed? Uh, by and it the wasn't Germans? just Jews, guys. Then, <laughs> it wasn't well, just Jews it there. It seems to be pretty synonymous with the complacency that's happening here in America right now. Where is the resistance? I just asked the mama bears of Iowa, where are Americans? Where is the fight? You see this well, happening in Australia, in the UK. People are resisting in other countries. Why not here? Uh, it's disgusting to me because we're getting so compl- way more complacent than any other country, which is just it boggles my mind, Stu, and it's really disgusting. And I'm going to add one more thing here that's disturbing. They, you know, going along with this call Holocaust extermination agenda, um, th- there was just a document that um, uh, Natural News actually found. 
And it states, and again, this is public knowledge, public information, that the UK government is seeking a contract for what they call excess body storage in a preparation for some sort of a mass extermination event. And this is a procurement of a contract with the Westminster City Council specifically of the UK is looking for facilities. They're seeking government contracts to have facilities to store mass bodies. Um, And right here it says for crematoriums and public conveniences. And they are looking, they admit that they're looking for these uh, mass body storages in the event of an excess deaths situation for the 32 London boroughs and the city of London. This is a contract that they say is supposed to last four years. Um, So apparently the government is expecting some sort of a mass uh, event of a mass death situation sometime very soon. And they're seeking uh, government facilities to hold these bodies. So what are we supposed to think, Stu? I mean, are we are we supposed to think that, yeah, they're planning for these massive deaths? Are they going to be starving us out? Are they going to be shutting off um uh, institutions or uh, shutting off gas, uh, food, things like that. Are they going to also be starving people of medical treatment that aren't complying with their agenda or that aren't getting vaccinated? Our job Are here is okay. to make people so aware. Here, here's the thing. Uh, we've already talked about this. We had Gutrin uh, Singh from the UK, and he let us know. They lock you down again. They mean to starve you out. He's already told you. He's already told you what they're doing. They've got plenty of food, like in India. Plenty of food. The farmers sell the food. And what are they doing? They're destroying it. They're getting rid of it. They have every means of starving us out, folks. This is why it is important that you prep. Okay? But I don't want you to be some doomsday prepper. I want you to be people who resist. That is, look, that is the history. That is the the characteristic and makeup of who we are as Americans and as Christians. We resist tyrants. We're like Moses, let my people go. We're like John the Baptist, it's unlawful for you to do what you're doing to the tyrants, stating to them. And yes, sometimes that means calling them out by names. And I meant names as in, stuff to say against them. Like Jesus did. You tell Herod that fox. Okay? We're to be those who are teaching the gospel and living it out. Like Peter and John, and who were told, don't preach again in this name, in the name of Jesus. And they're like, (laughs) you can go take a flying leap because we're going to obey God, not you. All right? So I don't want it just to be information, but I do want to throw this at you. And most of you are familiar with this. Um, Last year, I put this out right when all this stuff was happening, just to remind people of things that already are in place, that these things, that government, it doesn't matter which political party you're with, they actually think they have the authority to do these things. The institution of FEMA itself alone is a joke. Okay, it is a huge waste of our money. Huge waste. FEMA camps all over the United States. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy reality. They have built these with our money. They have engineered the instruments of our death. Why? Because we've let them do it. We are too busy 
with our lives, which, look, I'm one of those guys. Just leave me the heck alone. Okay, just leave me alone. If I ain't committed a crime, I don't need to, I don't need to hear from you people. Okay? Martial law, the unconstitutional executive orders that are in place that threaten the liberty of every citizen of the United States. Now, this is a long article, but what we did was we talked about Rex 84. You know, the conservative um, appointed little idol known as Colonel Oliver North was the one who put this out. A way to round up in internment camps Americans. And you remember Justice Scalia, before he died, warned that this was coming again. All right? So I gave you some information here. And then what I did was, is we went on down in the article, and it's quite a lengthy article. Here's all the executive orders with links to them, so you can check them out. They tell you what they do. All the executive orders here that have been put in place over the years by different presidents from different parties that are anti-constitutional. And then... What we did was we listed all of these FEMA camps. Here they are, the links where you can find them all over America. You can find them in your state. Now, am I trying to scare you with that? No, I'm just presenting information. Because the fact of the matter is, is we are the government. At least we're supposed to be. Isn't it time we acted like it? Isn't it time that we sought to bring to justice those who act like their representatives when they're really tyrants from the local level up to the president and bring them to justice instead of just whining about it, instead of just hoping another government person is going to take care of it for us, instead of trusting the plan and Donald Trump that didn't bring anybody to justice? Isn't it? Within our ability in the Constitution, the militia, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15, to bring justice upon the heads of these people, to bring them to justice? Yes, it is. The problem is we haven't sought to do that. We've sought for somebody else to do it. And so this was the great thing I shared with you at the first. This was a great thing of talking to these young men. They were saying, how do we do this? Now, first off, I point them to David Zuniga over at uh, civil, uh, tacticalcivics.com. He's already got the plan set up for militia, um, for bringing the people to justice, representatives to justice, and the grand jury, which you have to have in, as far as an indictment for them. And I would, I would highly suggest you get over there, check that out, join in that, and start one of those chapters in your county and start building the membership there, Okay. It is going to be a violent one. We've let it go on too long. You're not going to defeat tyrants with more words, folks. You're just not going to. And the music comes in. You're not going to be able to stop it unless you deal with it. Period. And that's going to require some of that. There's no doubt about it. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. We'll be back with you at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Lord willing, adios.